0: Hello and welcome to the I Create Daily podcast. I'm Leora Alderson. And I'm Devani Alderson. We are the mother-daughter co-founders of the I Create Daily brand. We are passionate about encouraging positivity, creativity,
1: and productivity while bringing you information and resources that support your creative aspirations.
0: I Create Daily is for creators in every genre of creating, from musicians to writers, crafters to inventors, bloggers, entrepreneurs. So if you're into creating anything, this podcast has something for you. So
1: tell us, what would support you most in your journey? You can reach us at creators at iCreateDaily.com. Thank, thank you, you for, for joining, joining us, us on, on this, this journey.
0: journey. Hello and welcome to another Coffee Break episode on the iCreate Daily podcast. I'm Devani. And I'm Leora. And our Coffee Breaks, if you haven't been keeping up with our podcast, or if you're new here, our coffee breaks are where we discuss ideas, topics, and uh, just concepts that we're thinking about, talking about amongst ourselves, or that could help serve you in your creator journey. And today we're talking about a topic that a is pretty it's getting more popular as time progresses and it's a question that many people have many people ask about many people wonder about and it's a very natural question to think about as creators as building our own lifestyle businesses or just immersing in the world of creating our life one day at a time which is really what we're all about here at I create daily so the topic is finding your purpose, searching for purpose, looking for purpose, creating more meaning in your life.
1: Yes, so definitely. If you want to kick it off. Yeah, definitely. Thanks. You did a great job kicking off the podcast. Uh, and so I'll move into the subject. This is something we think a lot about um, because we are also – there are many in our audience, uh, hopefully you listening as well, who are seeking purpose, seeking more purpose in your life. Um, many people, because it's such a buzzword these days, there are many people who feel bad that they don't yet know their purpose. They don't mm-hmm. think that they know their purpose. And so that's part of why we're creating this podcast is to um, t- to expand on this concept of how it is you don't have to know, you know, like there doesn't, your exact purpose before you begin living a life of purpose.
0: And meaning.
1: And yeah. meaning absolutely because here's the thing think about all the people that in you know let's say in your immediate circle of friends and family uh, and then a tier beyond that of those probably for most of us the majority, we we may or may not be able to count on one finger or one hand at the most probably much much less any of those who came into this life knowing what it is that they were gonna do. Mm -hmm. Occasionally, we've heard interviews on the podcast about uh, someone saying something like, I always knew I wanted to be a doctor from when I was five, or um, Gary Vaynerchuk, and knowing that he was a businessman from, because back when he was four years old, five, six, selling lemonade, um, and coordinating lemonade stands Mm -hmm. um, in the neighborhood with his buddies working for him so he could have multiple lemonade stands. He knew from the get-go, or the get, as he would say, that he was going to be a businessman. He was not great at school. He was dyslexic, ADHD, um, but he had the DNA to the core um, for being an entrepreneur. So he would but be that's an, ex- an
0: exception. It is a an lot e- of us, especially, especially as we're sort of, I suppose, we're coming to the close of an era where you. Um, where kids are growing up being told, like, you need to go to school, you need to get a job, that's becoming, fortunately, a little bit less of a requirement these days, which subsequently for some time is leaving people wondering, like, well, what do I do then? I don't have this set course of go to school, um, learn a subject, and hope that I'm interested in the subject I'm learning for the career path and so that can leave a little gap of like okay well if that set course is not what I want to do or need to do or the arena is wide open for me to choose well what is it I want to do and I think that can leave a lot of people confused especially if they still have um people telling them or have heard in society like go to school get a degree, do a career mm-hmm. thing.
1: Yeah and there I mean there, it's such a huge subject so we'll see how we can do it some justice here um, and, you and know, stay it, on purpose and, and <laughs> stay on purpose yeah because so for an example an example of how it's such a huge subject um, some of the suicides uh, that we are aware of in the news or in our mm. personal lives, are all because people are not connected to a sense of purpose um, and or, of course, there are always exceptions. It could be a hormonal imbalance uh, medications cause, but a lot of times medications for depression uh, and depression itself is also a symptom of feeling a lack of purpose and off track from purpose. Um, so. So on the one hand, i sorry, I just got distracted by seeing a wonderful hummingbird fly by as we are outside. For those who aren't seeing this on YouTube, we're outside in our usual outdoor office in the wonderful greenery of the springtime. And at the time we're recording this, which is May um, what 9th of 2019 in North Carolina. So anyway, back to purpose um, yeah, so that's one of the reasons it's a huge topic. It's because it is so important. But here's the thing. One of the reasons we're seeing a rise of, of this concept now and depression and suicide and, and at the same time, people ardently seeking purpose um, and asking that question on a regular basis is because we are in an age of abundance. Even if our individual personal circumstances may feel tight, um, life has never been more comfortable for, my, for the majority of people in at least the developed countries and the more developed countries, I should say. So what, ha- what which means that we freed up time uh, for leisure pursuits um, and for doing so much more in our free time than we were, was ever available before. So that's one aspect of it. It is the time that we live in. But the other aspect is uh, in decreased time, because decreased time to do things that really matter because we're so distracted
0: mm, with all the yeah. things that don't yeah. um,
1: out there. And so as it is that there's so
0: much, there's so much available to distract us as we have said leisure time. Like, right. There's so many things that make it really easy to feel like initial rewards of, for time spent. And then you get to the other side and you're like, wow, I just spent an hour or more, you know, consuming this thing that really, really didn't enrich.
1: Right. And it gets us off track with purpose that we have an article that we'll link to. um, I think it's titled in the blink of an eye. And it's an Mm -hmm. article I wrote about going onto Facebook to get a piece of information uh, from, uh, I don't remember if it was a chat or a post that someone shared in our community and that I was going to add to an article or something along those lines. And like, 10 minutes later, I realized that I had gotten sidetracked completely from what I was, and I didn't even remember why I was on Facebook, and the only way I discovered yeah. it is that I went back and saw the tab that was left open when I first left to go and do the research I mm-hmm. went to do, as well as, fortunately, our time tracker toggle, which we use the free version, and it's just fantastic for helping us identify and keep track of, because especially as we go through so many different screens in the day, yeah. it can be hard for me sometimes to keep track of what was I doing an hour ago and wasn't on track, let alone five minutes ago.
0: We have a funny saying, like, um, you know how many people will say many moons ago? Well, we say many screens ago. Yeah. (laughs) Just because we're like living life but screen by screen. screen screen. screen, And, and, And it's really just it's also about like finding purpose is also about like what would you do? It's like answering that question, which first seems simple, but then you really like sit with it and you're like, whoa, but just the question of what would you be doing if you didn't have to do certain things? Like if you didn't need to go to work to have a job because you're, you found financial stability in whatever format that came in, like what would you be doing if you had that free time and that can be a hard question to ask if you don't have that free time or if you don't have that financial security because you're maybe you're you know just working hard enough to keep going or the immediate distractions are satisfying and you haven't reached that point yet where consuming lots of content that isn't necessarily beneficial is a painful thing so it can be like you were saying with the increased distraction and sense of personal urgency of like well i'm just working really hard to stay alive and so these few hours i have to relax i just want to relax and that so that question of what would you do if you had free time is still a very important question to come Mm -hmm. back to. And it seems simple, but then you meditate on it and it's like, well, what am I doing with my free time? Yeah. And it, at the end of the day,
1: as I look back on my day, um, am, do I feel a sense of fulfillment from what it is I spent most of my time doing? Um, and in particular, again, if you're working in a job that you feel is not like online with in alignment with your purpose or whatever that may be, um, but that you need that job for now, then you have your free time to uh, fill with the things that, after your responsibilities, with the things that matter most to you. And most people get depressed when it is that they're not doing that. When they get, mm-hmm. when it is that they get, um, when it is that they are not doing the things that they really think that they should be doing in the world, or or feel is more important. Um, it's easy to feel uneasy, it's easy to feel off track, it's easy to feel depressed, anxiety, what have you, when it is that we're filling our time with other than more of what we're here to do. So if we don't know what that is, there are still easy ways for us to head in that direction. Uh, And as we get on that journey, the scenery will expand and we will become more increasingly more clear on what it is that it should be a part of this life to help us keep on track with purpose. Um, And so one of the things is often to track back to your childhood and think about When it is that you were playing and imagining and daydreaming and and thinking and whatever it was you were doing, uh, the uh, the things that you did as a child, what were you drawn to? What were you inclined toward? What were some of your favorite things to do?
0: It reminds me of that uh, quote that we've seen posted multiple times online, but sort of like, who were you before the world told you who to be yeah. and sort of like, what were you naturally drawn to before the world directed you yes. in a, in a direction, the right. world being whatever in your immediate environment sways. Yes. Which happens
1: for all of us. In fear of vegetation. So, and, and the thing, so back to what we were saying earlier is that like with Gary Vaynerchuk, so he knew he was going to be a businessman exactly. What kind of business was not so important um, and rarely is. So, if it is that you're compelled to do art, then exactly what kind of art, exactly what medium, exactly what avenue of expressing it in the, and sharing it with the world is probably not so relevant or important as it is that you do art that you create. Yeah,
0: that reminds me, um, it ties in perfectly with your point, but we interviewed, and we've mentioned this a few times on Coffee Breaks and such, but we interviewed uh, Bruna Mibbs And she knew that she wanted to do something in the artistic space, and she went to school for fashion design. Decided that was not a a long term career for her after trying it, and then she decided. Well, when I was little, I painted with my grandmother, and but she wasn't. She still wasn't sure. Well, what kind of art do I want to do now as a freelance artist and like me as Bruna Mebs doing my own art business, and so she spent. I think about six or nine months uh, just testing different styles of art that she had done before until she could decide, and she would stick with it long enough to decide, do I really enjoy doing this after the initial spark of the idea, which was a really great way for her to determine, well, what I'm really drawn to is creating ink, um, using the ink medium to create art, and I really am drawn to art for home interior, home design, because interior home design is also another one of my passions. And so she was really able to develop skills, develop herself, experiment. And then from there, the purpose, the purpose was unraveled as she progressed through that journey of deciding like, I wanna be an artist, I don't know what kind, but let me just try things out and see what i'm naturally drawn to the most and you know i think that there's so many artists who have that story yeah.
1: because um so um, mandy thompson also mm-hmm. had that story where she was working other than in her area of passion which is art um and she went away from it for a yeah. number of years and then came back to it paivi erola the finnish uh, artist from finland whom we yeah. also interviewed and we'll link to all of these uh, interviews with these wonderful artists I had the same experience. Maybe it was an engineer. Like, well, because yeah. she went through. Because what was it? Uh, industrial design. She yeah. took industrial. She wanted to be an artist, but no one in her immediate environment. Were, was earning a living being an artist like it was and so just she took the next yeah. closest sounding thing which was industrial design because it had the word design in it yeah but it i mean it was totally it was like all engineers and very left brain thinking yeah. in the end it served her very well and she became you know balanced and well-rounded and and yet she got she returned to her artistic creative roots and you know we So many of us grew up hearing and thinking, and perhaps still, that you can't make a living as an artist. However, that is increasingly untrue. You absolutely can make a living as an artist, but you have to be open to uh, ongoing learning and to expanding your horizon of skills. Um, and off so that you can offer more of that to the marketplace and the more you offer and have to offer to the marketplace, the more those same skills will serve you in building your own foundation. Yeah. Another and exa- biggest, sorry, one other yeah. example is the, uh, I didn't want to leave out like artists, like writers. Mm-hmm. So um, Christy, um, Christy Stratus, Stratus. Um, knew that she always wanted to be a writer from when she was a child and she went away from it for a while as well, mm-hmm. but has been back to working full-time uh, in her passion of writing and editing now for, yeah. uh, was it a couple years or a year? I, I, think? Wanna,
0: I think she's like two years two full-time. Years into- <laughs> she started, so she was working as a project manager um, for a company decided that while she enjoyed the project. So she was working in a job that she that it was fine It wasn't like I hate this job. It was more like I'm fine doing this. I'm making a living. That's cool uh, but as She became increasingly agitated in that line of work. She kept returning to I want to be a writer and I want to help authors and be an editor. And so she transitioned to being an editor and now she's a full time editor, has an editing business, but is also writing her own books.
1: So again, another interview, a podcast interview that we'll link to in this one. Um, and as you're saying, so, so the increasing agitation that you mentioned is a signal. that we may be off track. And for her, you know, and part of that is as her schedule is becoming more full and intense of the things that weren't on her passion list, uh, it gave less time for her to pursue the things that were.
0: And it's almost like the increase of non-passion-related work was the indication. Yes. So sometimes it's the thing, sometimes if you lean into the discomfort, you will end up finding the thing you really want to do because it'll just be uncomfortable doing what you don't want to do. Yes. And so that's sometimes like in backwards engineering, how to find your purpose. It's like, well, what are the things that you are really not drawn to that if you were to dive into those, you're just like, whoa, let's put on the brakes here. I don't uh-huh. like being a project manager. Yeah. I... I'm sad that when I get home, I'm too exhausted to do my editing side business. Yeah. Like things like that. Those are like cues. And yeah, I know we've talked about cues before.
1: Yes. And so one of the things that uh, came to mind, Devonnie and I, um, and also my other half of our family, Devonnie's brother, Nikolai, and my husband, Coleman, whenever they're here, um, we'll take our break in the afternoon of too much sitting and walk the dogs and bike our hills for some exercise and fresh air. And generally, whenever we do that, then it's like the ideation time. It's like, boy, you know, sparks fly. Um, Ideas come. I'm recording as I'm biking. I stop and record the different ideas. And so this is an example just yesterday um, where the idea uh, of coming back to this purpose topic came to mind from this perspective of for those of you who do not or those of us because it's going to apply to us as well who may not be connected or have any sense of a purpose in life that you're in the majority so we just heard on lewis mm-hmm. Howes was an interview with um who is he in an interview with lewis Howes. um yes it was um dean yeah i think it was dean graziosi maybe but we'll, we'll find that and try and link to that article lewis Howes has a podcast, School of Greatness, another fantastic um, entrepreneur, compassionate heart centered guy that we really, and, you know, I think really a good example of someone who's living on purpose, who's living oh, his yeah. life on purpose, like yeah. probably living his purpose in a bigger way. And um, it took
0: him lots of ups and downs to get there, but he figured oh, no. it out.
1: Actually, it was Tom Bilyeu that was saying that people, um, so many people, here's he it, oh, that, there you go. So sorry. And, and maybe it was Tom with Lewis. But at any but Lewis rate, Louis House is
0: great. Sorry, still. we'll get it. We'll
1: get it straight. Yeah, Lewis House is still great. Um, so, he, sorry for the rambling, but they they were he was talking about of all the people and all the questions he gets. The number one question is, how do I find my purpose? And I don't know what my purpose is, and con- being concerned about. Mm-hmm. And, and so, our message to you today is, don't worry about that. Instead, head in the direction you're drawn to and do more of that. So back to when you were a child or back to, you know, what it is that you would do in your free time. As Devani said, you know, if you, if you had all the revenue, all the income that you ever needed for the rest of this lifetime, and you were, and you had already played yourself out, were tired of watching so many of your favorite movies and so many of your favorite video games, and you'd gotten all, so many of the trips that you definitely want to take, you've gotten all that out of your system initially, then what? And you're still free you have the rest of the day and the rest of the year, what would you be spending your time doing? What would you dedicate yourself and your time to? to? So begin to make a list of that. You don't have to, even if you come up blank on that, that's okay. Just keep asking yourself that question. It's a meditative question. Begin keeping a list of the things from your childhood, of the things that you come up with now, the things that you are inclined to be spending your time doing now. You have to extract out the things that are mindless time wasters unless there's a reason that you're doing that that you love. So like if you love social media, for instance, like Devonnie serves her clients doing social media. She serves our brands doing a lot of the social media work. And when she was a child, what was she most drawn to? Being around people. Interacting with people, uh, never about dolls, ne- very rarely about any kind of toys. It was always being around the people, also cooking, interacting, and mm-hmm. so that's you know definitely a part of her purpose in life. Uh, d- the exact form doesn't matter, you know. Other than mm-hmm. as it is that you do things that you're most drawn to do, yeah. Then you do more of that. Still but you- not
0: into dolls. He's still not <laughs> into dolls,
1: <laughs> right? So, so the other way you can, I, I not So, so here's one of the things that I think that. I can say equivocally as a truism of life, and that is we are all here to become better versions of ourselves. From the plant kingdom to the animal kingdom and everything in between, we are all here to grow. And that's what becoming so growing means becoming better versions of Mm -hmm. ourselves. And as we grow physically, As children then and now we're adults then it is as teens we're almost in our adult body so then it's about growing emotionally in particular teens and young adults and then in our 20s and 30s when we have hopefully gotten the physical and the emotional stabilized but if we haven't don't worry it's because you haven't had the right examples around you um, and that is still yet to come but then then we do our mental sort of developing and and stabilizing and pursue that growth. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and for us, that's also an ongoing lifelong journey because oh, the yeah. brain and the mind and the cells in the brain, unlike what they used to think, they now know are constantly evolving and growing uh, and adding new elements to our brains, to brain cells, etc. Um, so, so it is to grow, but in particular, you know, the brain is just the outer tool, Mm -hmm. you know, the inner tool is the consciousness. It's the mind that uses the brain as the tool. And so it is to grow in consciousness and consciousness is light. It is awareness. Um, and so we are as to grow in, um, our abilities, in our awareness, and then the next is spirituality and our spirituality, which is a part of our connectedness to ourself. But all of that the physical emotional mental and spiritual is about creating us as it about us becoming integrated more fully into what's possible for us into all that we've ever been and all that we can be uh, at any given point in time
0: yeah it's like a lotus when it's a seed it doesn't necessarily have a conscious knowing that it's going to be this amazing flower that is just so magnetic and beautiful and unfurling but that's what it becomes because it keeps unfurling and so like finding your purpose is really less about like finding something and more about unfurling into something
1: blossoming into becoming and and you know and well davani look there's a bluebird isn't that a bluebird there it's so pretty <gasps> yeah it's just uh, gracing us with nature's beauty here um, so, in the process, which is literally reminds distracted me, by butterflies yeah, and birds, but it's but in the process, it reminds me don't forget to appreciate the little things yeah. uh, in life, no matter how stressful. The more it is that we can remember to be grateful for the little things and appreciate. Uh, and Let's say that you live in a city and don't have a beautiful uh, nature environment, and so therefore, you could say, Well, it's easy for you to say, Look at you know, it's beautiful there, but even if you're in an apartment in a city in a high rise and you don't have access to nature and you love nature, bring nature inside with you, bring plants home, you know, nurture plants, create little sacred spaces wherever you are that remind you of beauty that touch in with your soul. uh, If it is that that's something that's important to you. But remember growth is one and movement is one of the they part of the definition of life. And so all life in this planet. So the other part of that is like for us, um, like you and I have and different and in our family have different um, measurements of what constitutes growth for us mm-hmm. like mine is at a more intense pace for a number of reasons um, and it may not be, need to be at the same intense pace for a number of reasons for you it could be because of your age it could be because of that your what it is that you're here to accomplish in life may not need that level of intensity. And it may need that for me for a number of reasons. So back to the nature analogy there, we garden and there are plants that we grow that within a few weeks, uh, produce an edible vegetable or leaf. Mm -hmm. And there are trees that you plant that may take six, seven, eight years before they produce a fruit or nuts. Um, So meaning that all life grows at different rates um, and all of it has its place. So you can't judge your growth and your progress next to someone else. It can only be relative to yourself. So your goals, because
0: different goals take different amounts of time, like writing a book and producing a movie. Both are very grueling. Both can be very grueling, timely, costly efforts. And yet, writing a book can generally take a quicker amount of time than producing a movie you know like like creativity goals all of that it's not creativity is the sport of creativity is self for self not self versus something else somebody else it's not about anybody else's progress that's a great quotable the sport
1: of creativity is about self
0: self, self, versus, self. versus
1: versus self yeah excellent yeah. that's a great point and yeah so we and how do we know if we're progressing enough is like how we feel inside at the end of our day you know and so rather than making this thing about finding purpose so, see, so many for so many people uh, in particular, even the more intelligent you are, it's like the more you are in your head, uh, then in a way, and, and as artists as well, it's like the more perfectionistic we get, and the more like it has to be the perfect thing for me to know whether I should go in that direction. And no, don't let um, lack of perfect vision or lack of perfect execution ever stop you from making progress. Rather, we grow in the journey, it is in the journey that the way becomes more clear always we cannot know everything there is to know about where we're going to go before we're in the journey and before we get there yeah. um so head in the direction and so so like it begins with the day so the day is head in the direction of the day that by the end of the day you want to look back over your day and think and it was good mm-hmm. and i feel good about that day i feel good about today i i accomplished the things i needed to accomplish in a And if you didn't, then make a note about, I didn't accomplish that. So, so next time I know to do this differently and, but focus on the gains, focus on what you did accomplish and how you feel about it. And then just tweak it the next day, keep tweaking it the next day. And at the end of a week, the end of a day, at the end of a week, at the end of a month, a quarter, um, you're, you will be so much further ahead in terms of your sense of having accomplished the things on your list that you want to accomplish, which in and of itself, helps to mitigate a lot of angst depression sense of being Mm -hmm. off track uh, is to be making progress because that is what we're here to do
0: well i know tom bill um says uh, the struggle is guaranteed the success is not and so that's why it's so crucial to enjoy the small wins and the little steps you take because the success is not guaranteed it's the struggle and oftentimes we've heard from countless people who say they, they reached the thing and they're still depressed and then they realized they didn't even enjoy the journey to get there. And so it's like a double depression hits them of like, yeah. I didn't even enjoy this struggle. Yeah. You know, it's so much different and also recognize, I know you say this a lot, like if you can't do what you really love doing, if you don't know what you really love doing, you can bring purpose to what you need to do until you can, can pursue whatever it is. I know like some days I'll be, I'll be struggling through something that I really just don't enjoy doing, but it needs to be done because you know, part of uh, building something you really want to build is that you do have to do the sweat work. And so I'll be sitting there clearly frustrated. It's just like, you know, make it fun, make it a game. It, It doesn't need to be something that's a struggle, even if it is quote a struggle.
1: Yeah. So what you're talking about there is because when it is that we're really unhappy, it's focusing on what we don't have Mm -hmm. then rather than on what we do, which is why gratitude is so important. We're focusing on the gaps rather than the gains and how far we've come. So that reminds me, we, we interviewed, just got off. Earlier today, interviewing Ava Nikunen, fantasy artist, whom uh, we've interviewed before, and we'll be publishing probably her episode after this one. But mm-hmm. we'll link in, in the end. We'll link them depending on when it is that you you're this. you're hearing yeah. this, right? Um, but, gosh, sorry, I lost track. Enjoy, bringing joy. Yeah, no, it was something else. Um, just right before that, what were you saying? Right I was
0: in bringing purpose to what you do, even if you don't enjoy it. Yeah, shoot.
1: Oh well happens um
0: was it about her um wanting to start
1: uh no i, I don't know darn, darn. <laughs> right it's like evaporous. it anyway, just
0: evaporated. shout out to ava shout out to ava <laughs> right right
1: <laughs> we'll come back to it i'm sure as, soon as she, i'm sure it'll come back it always does but gosh it just disappeared like like wisps on a wind
0: well one thing she did mention in that episode is that um bringing joy in the down moments like doing things to bring joy, whether it's immersing in nature for a little while, taking a break, go, go having a creative artistic experience, doing something totally I different. Remember.
1: Yeah. Thanks. I remember you mentioned, uh, so So it had to do with how she said that she was so glad that she started five years ago. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so, so she's not where she wants to be, wanted to be when she started five years ago. She's not yet where she envisioned she would be five years hence, but she is so so grateful that she began when she did because if now she has five years of experience, five years of art creation, five years of the entrepreneurial art, artist entrepreneurial journey under her belt. So such mm-hmm. a foundation is being laid. You know, it reminds and five
0: years of like just learning how to. Um, create her business just yeah. because a lot of it she learned on her own like she did go to school she does have a degree in art but a lot of what she needed to do she had to learn like how do I price my work how do I really put myself out there I'm an extremely introverted artist how do I like uh get myself out there uh, so that people buy my work like and thank goodness she's had this five years to really develop that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So back to the purpose concept too, then it is like, again, you start with, you know, if it worked for you, you can say by the end of my lifetime, you know, I like to use the, the concept of um, sitting on my deathbed or on my meditation mm-hmm. chair, you know, at 108 uh, or so before by, you know, by the, the way the technology is going, it might even be longer now, who knows, um, but ready to leave the body and re- leave it conscious. I imagine that I'm going to be meditating in a meditative position and just consciously exit my body uh, as in going I into totally meditation. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, but have my family around me and reminiscing about, you know, all that, that we've enjoyed together in life. So then it's like then looking back, what do we want to make sure that we can say was a part of what we did that we made this life about, what legacy, that sort of thing? So that's one way. If that feels too heavy and heady to you, then start with the day. Yeah, you know, start with by the end of today, I will have wanted. You know, by the end of the week, whatever measure of time is most comfortable for you.
0: Five-year windows are fun. Three years, one but, year. But
1: they but they can be really hard to to. Yeah. Um, perceive or conceive sure. where we would be, but we can conceive and perceive the end of the day, the end of the week, the end of the quarter, right? Totally.
0: Like so, tomorrow, what will you feel good about? Yes,
1: exactly. So start there and yeah, exactly tomorrow, what will you feel good about having done today? And then go do that um, and, and focus on the things that you can control, not on what you can't because again, that's the gap. Focus on what you can control and that's the gain. Focus on what you can control that you enjoy doing, that's a gain. Then do that, that's a gain. And all of that adds up toward painting the picture of the future that you want to live. And it begins to put color on that canvas in the present. And the more color that goes on that canvas in the present each day, one day at a time, the more that painting takes shape and visual um, perception, the more it becomes real.
0: Oh, that's a good note. Yeah. Close on.
1: Okay. All right. I hope this helps. Let us know your thoughts. Creators at icreatedaily.com. Bye guys. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us for the I create daily podcast. Please let us know what creatives you would like us to interview and what topics you would be interested in hearing more about.
0: And if you enjoyed this show, please leave a review on iTunes. We value your feedback. We read all the reviews and it just helps us get the word out on the iCreate daily podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.